Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International Noonday Bible Study. Thank God for just another day that He fed us, another day He kept us. Oh, what an awesome day to be alive and to know that Jesus is the answer for everything that we can ever question. We thank God for another day. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise Shall continually be in my mouth. My soul will make a boast thereof. The humble will hear about it and they're going to get glad. Hallelujah. We magnify him. We glorify him. We lift his name high. Because truly he is a great God. And we thank God for another opportunity. Amen. To study his word today. We welcome you on behalf of our, our pastor, Pastor Hardin, our First Lady E, our leading lady E, and a co-founder, Archbishop Group W. Smith. We thank God for what he's doing through us and with us. We thank God today that we are in the book of Romans, the ninth chapter. Hallelujah. We have transitioned from the eighth chapter, amen, talking about the Holy Ghost. And now we are in the ninth chapter. So before we get started, we're going to have a word of prayer, and then we will get into the word of God today. Hallelujah. Mm. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on and give God glory and give him praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Give him honor Lord. for another Thank day. Hallelujah. Another opportunity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That we can lift up his name mm. and to give him glory. Thank Hallelujah. You. Because he is worthy. Thank you. Of all the praise. Thank you, Lord. He's worthy of all the glory Amen. and the honor. Hallelujah. And so, Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you come right now, Lord God. Thank you, you Lord, that you are the mighty God and that thank you are the you. Prince of thank Peace. You. And, Lord God, you are the great deliverer, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord God, this earth is yours. And the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Everything thank you, belongs to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And so, Lord God, we come this day magnifying your name, Lord God. Surrendering ourselves unto you, Lord God, studying to show ourselves approved unto you, Lord, a workman that need not be ashamed, but able to write and divide the word of truth. Thank you, Lord God, and we bless you and we honor you for this word that shall go forth on today, Lord. Thank you for the anointing and the power of the Holy Ghost that shall penetrate our hearts that we might not sin against you. Bless our bishop and our pastor. Lord God, thank you for the anointing upon them as well, Lord God. Thank you for all of those that are online and those that are in-house today. We pray, Lord God, that you will supply every need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Come on and clap glad hands for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to play a little bit of a song before we get started. Down. 
Nobody clapping here. Oh, love it. <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So we're in the book of Romans, the ninth chapter. Oh, we're talking about uh, what the advantage of having the Holy Ghost in our lives. The privilege, the um, honor, and all the benefits of having the Holy Ghost in our lives. And so we are more than conquerors because of what Jesus did on the cross for us, and he didn't leave us there. He, he told us, I will not leave you comfortless, but I leave, uh, I'll send, I ask the Father to send you another comfort. And, and not only that, uh, he still didn't leave us there. Even though he sent us a comforter, he's still on the right hand of God the Father making intercession for us. I mean, we are really, really fully covered. And, and, and so we, we uh, Paul said, what would separate us from the love of God? Nothing should separate us from God, from the love of Jesus Christ, because it is immutable. It can't change. It will never change. His love is forever and eternal. And, you know, our love, uh, 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 our love is based on time because we're in time. But his love is eternal, and that's why it doesn't change. And so we thank God for uh, this love that Christ has for us, that he died for us, paid the price, and uh, rendered us righteous unto God. And, and, and uh, we cannot achieve that on our own. It had to be Christ to make us righteous. So we are not righteous in ourselves. We are righteous through what the finished work of Jesus Christ. And so in the ninth chapter, Paul has nine spiritual advantages of the sovereignty selection. We were chosen by God because <laughs> uh, because he is sovereign. He, do, he does what he wants to. Sovereignty means that he has no limitation. He, is, he has no uh, body to question or ask permission from. He has no one, there is no one that he has to consult with because he's sovereign and he does what he wants. <laughs> and so anytime you uh, 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 own something outright, you can basically do what you want to do with it within the law. <laughs> Let me say it like that. Got to say that. But God is greater than the law. So uh, uh, he has the sovereignty of everything that exists because everything that exists belongs to him. Which is the Lord, the fullness thereof, they that dwell therein, right? And so he is sovereign because he controls, he owns everything. The good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> he owns it all. The thing is, Paul is grieved by Israel being selected, sovereignty, Selection, they're being selected by God, not because of, but in spite of. God selected Israel in spite of Israel. And he's grieved because of Israel's response to that selection. And so he's going to demonstrate, he's going to go through these things to tell us, to show us how Israel really, how he's grieved over Israel. And, you know, when he was in the Sanhedrin, uh, the, the Pharisees, he 
was one, in the Sanhedrin council, he was one of them who was going out to make sure the law was abided by. He was making sure that if they do anything contrary to the law, he was going to put them to death. I mean, that's some strong conviction. And so Paul, after his conversion, now understands that the Jews limited themselves and did not recognize and respond correctly to the sovereign selection of God. We have been, even Gentiles, did we get that? Paul is going to get into that too. But we have all been selected sovereignly by God. It wasn't because uh, the, the, the family you were born in, the nationality you have, the money you got. None of that is because of God's choice. He just chose us. And so I think that is, that is so awesome that, that he, and, and again, we, we, we can't forget the fact that we were adopted. Meaning he chose, when you adopt a child, you make the decision which child you want. When you, when you birth a child, it is what it is. <laughs> you got what comes out. And so, so uh, Israel was adopted by God as his chosen nation. And not because of anything they did. Abraham didn't do nothing. He was a sinner just like his daddy was. But God chose him. And so uh, uh, we're going to get into Paul begin to talk about his, 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 his grief of how Israel is responding to this sovereign call. So we're going to have Elder Davis to read verse 1. Is there any comment on that before we get started? No? no. One, one, two, three. Romans 9, 1, 2, and 3. I say the truth in Christ. I lie not. My conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost that I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my heart. For I could wish that myself were a curse from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen, according to the flesh. Paul is saying that his burden uh, uh, is so heavy that his concern for Israel turning away or not going the way they should, uh, uh, unbelief, and all this stuff that they got into, he said, if he could, for their sake, he will become a curse from Christ for them to get on the right track. That's, that's how grieved he is. But uh, he knew that when he was saying it, that it wasn't going to happen, and it couldn't happen. It could happen if God wanted to, because God chose them, chose them from a re, uh, for a reason. And when God chose Israel, they were not the only people on the, on the face of the earth when God chose them. And, and Paul is trying to talk them into getting on the right track. Uh, I think when he said these things, he really believed that if he were given the opportunity, he could persuade them, uh, change their mind, uh, get them, and get them on the right track. Mm-hmm. But uh, at this point, when, he, when he's make, making these statements, he's uh, really like, Someone seeing a drunk go down the wrong road, and you know that if you don't get off that road, uh, give up the bottle, or turn to God, turn to Christ, mm-hmm. that your uh, your end is going to be eternal damnation. Mm-hmm. And so this is what he's feeling for Israel, and he's he's trying to you know talk some sense. And that's mm-hmm. that's pretty much what he's saying in those in the, in this in this uh, chapter. Okay. Okay. You know, uh, another thing I'm looking at, too, the end of chapter 8, Paul says, what shall separate us from the love of Christ? Okay, then you get into chapter 9. Now, Paul is excited to chapter uh, 8, but he get into uh, chapter 9, it's a big turnaround because he's looking at, man, y'all, 
y'all still turned up into the law. You know, we done talked about this, and we still dealing with the same problem. God have done all of this for you guys, and you still tied up into the law. The law was under Moses. Y'all, you know, God been too good to you all for you to just renege on him like that. So uh, I agree with what Elder Davis is saying, but I wanted to pull out the end of chapter 8 because sometimes we can be so excited and we go and witness to someone just to get a blow in the face, you know, when we go to the next person. But we still, Paul still is saying, regardless of what I come up against in chapter 9, it's still not going to separate me from the love of Christ. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to try to pull you on board, but I'm not going to allow it to separate me. Mm-hmm. All right. If God has given you the son, what else can he not give you? So it's showing that you guys are still worried about the wrong thing. You guys are concerned about something that, that you don't need to worry about. In other words, you're living beneath your privilege. Really, he is he's grieved because when you know somebody has a doctor's degree and they're living on the street, and you know that they can do so much better but they allow drugs. Like my heart goes out uh, when, when Michael Jackson was alive. As a kid, he was, he was my idol. I mean, I thought I was Michael Jackson too. You know, I had all the moves and all that stuff. And, I, and so when I heard him going down the wrong world with all this stuff he's doing and all this stuff that, that, that's crazy, my heart went out for him. And then when I think about Whitney Houston, she's around people who knew God and still did not uh, get delivered uh, from what she was going through. And, she did, and, and, and I felt she was living beneath. Although she had all the fame and all that other stuff, but she was miserable because she tried to seek help through some other spirit other than the Holy Spirit. And so when you see people who, and even in our family, that I, have, I had a cousin who just passed, uh, I think, this year. He was so gifted. Boy can play any instrument you can find and don't can't read no stick of music. But he can play anything. He can, I mean, he is skillful. He should go to church early, before church starts. Somebody just told us that when we were over there. Before church starts, he's coming there, playing his thing, and gone. But he was gifted. But he lived beneath his privileges. He didn't experience all that God wanted to have. And so, so when you see somebody like that, it, it's like, if I can just get in your place, if I can just get to where I can convert you, I can change you, and let you see that you're living beneath your place. Paul, I, I was so hurt and grieved about how Israel was so, they were selected, but they act like they were rejected. They were selected, but they rejected the selection. You all see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, so uh, when somebody is gifted, when somebody is given much, and they live like they don't have nothing, and you love them, it bothers you. Mm-hmm. It weighs heavy on you. It's a family member, a friend, or whatever. It weighs heavy on you. And so Paul is, is in, in a state of grief. He's saying that this, uh, uh, everything in my being, I wish that I can take your place. I wish mm-hmm. I could let you see the, uh, through my eyes the benefit. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes uh, uh, you would hear a busy group sometimes say, if y'all only do what I see. And so when you're in the, in, in the spirit and you begin to see what God has for their people, and he began to show you that, that the benefit God has, and they not, they're not walking in where they need to so they can receive what God has. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it weighs on you. Mm-hmm. And, and you so, so Paul is heavy on the condition of this church alone because they, they, they're, dealing with, they're dealing with all kind of petty stuff, uh, 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 I'm Abraham C. I'm this, I'm that. And, and rather than dwelling on the benefits that God gave you, if you're a Jew, you have been selected. You ought to 
thank God for that selection and honor God for it, but don't take it like you something special. You got to up on somebody, but you're just grateful that God chose you. We should be, we should encourage one another that to be, we ought to be grateful that God chose us. Because there are a lot of people in your family, right next to you, that our mind are reprobated and they will never, ever get saved. But God chose us. all that teaching mm-hmm. earlier mm-hmm. about the law. Mm-hmm. And it like they heard nothing, like it <laughs> fell on deaf ears. Uh-huh. And that's the way we are sometimes. We hear good teaching, yeah. but we refuse to eat spiritually mm-hmm. from the table. Mm-hmm. So Paul was, you know, you can imagine yourself being so wounded, so hurt. You have gave me uh, all you can give me to help me, mm-hmm. but therefore I'm not consuming mm-hmm. what you have put out there. Mm-hmm. And then Paul looking at Jesus went to the cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, y'all still talking about a law that makes no sense whatsoever. He said, I'm trying to get you all to move in the right direction. Take your eyes off of that because that should be behind us by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, 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 you're living in, like we're still living in slavery. <laughs> We've been freed. And, and, and uh, 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 Kenya told us about that movie she, she watched, uh, Alice. Yeah. Oh, my God. In today's society, in the woods, these people were born and raised in slavery and still in slavery in 1973 and did not know anything. She escaped and wind up on the highway and saw a truck and didn't know what it was. That was that was that was really, really um so so think about you living on a plantation. You've been free for decades. You've been free. But you still you've been whooped. You've been beaten. You, you can't, you have no rights because you're on this little place. But she break loose and found out there was life beyond the plantation. And she did not say, oh, I'm glad I'm free. She went back to help. And that, that's the message of the gospel. Once we get delivered, so Paul has his deliverance. So now he's grieving. He can't just sit still knowing that people are still in captivity. So she went back to make sure she can do something about it. To free these people. When the, uh, the, boy, the man said he wasn't gone, she said, I'm going by myself. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she was so grieved of this injustice. Matter of fact, when she saw that white lady, she <laughs> Can you say she wanted to clap with you? Uh, but but so the thing is that she did not get comfortable with her being delivered. Mm-hmm. You understand? So now she went back. This is this where Paul is. When he when when she began to read all of Angela Davis, Martin Luther King, all this stuff that happened. And black people are free. They got jobs. They got this and own stuff. The guy she met, own people, and she said, "Who's uh, who's who's uh, uh what they call them property? Let's call them some some of property. Who who's uh, 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 uh people are those?" And he said, uh, "They work for me." She couldn't believe it. And there were there were uh, Mexicans or whatever were light complexion people working in the field for her, for him, a black man. It blew her mind. So the thing is that Paul now is free. He sees this world, these people who they say they say, say they love Jesus, but still living on the planet. Captivated. Still living back there. I mean, can't have running water. No toilet. I mean, stuff that the stuff that his son was experiencing out in the city, and then had to come back then. 
Mm-hmm. And he said, I want to go back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, so Paul, is, his mindset right now is like, I am living this life. I'm, I know my freedom. I understand my freedom. In the in the church, got the freedom, and they and they using it. I think since yeah, on that particular subject and here in, in the word and paradoxically to the um, movie, it's 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 us. Um, Paul is trying to tell them too. Um, you're in this little small place with God. Mm-hmm. The the the. The Torah and all that was just the beginning. It, it's a, it, you know, Jesus came and it, you know it's bigger. You're still in this little small thing, but you know, he's trying to say it's so much more that you're missing. Mm-hmm. And so I was saying paradoxically to the movie Alice, mm-hmm. you know, they were living in this little small commune, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and it was so much more out there for them. And, and 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 most of the stuff out there was free, mm-hmm. and so Paul's trying to get them to say, you know, just, mm-hmm. that it's okay. You you're in the law, and it's just like uh, coming to the ocean with the thimble and say, fill it up. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. it's so much more now that Jesus has given you, and you need to be aware of. You need to get into it. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't. He said, I'm telling you the truth. He said, I belong to Christ. He said, I'm not telling you something that I think may be true or that I heard. He said, because I'm connected with the Holy Spirit. So, therefore, the Spirit is speaking to me. So, he made that clear. That's not coming from no one else. He said, I know I'm right because I'm hearing directly from the Spirit. Groaning. Yeah. Y'all remember that? So, so, so even in this, he is groaning to know that these people are living beneath their privileges, that they don't have to be living the way they are. And, and, and so uh, it, it's so uh, profound that this movie would come out when we're in this chapter. And we become aware of the movie while we're in this chapter because it's so profound that it explains it so greatly this girl was moved with compassion. That even if she had to go on her own, she's going to do it. And the guy saw her determination and said, let me go help this fool out because she's going to get herself killed. Right? And so Paul is moved with great compassion, wanting to make sure that y'all don't have to live like this. Think about you. People are having water fountains. Water fountain. You got to go to a well on the outside and, and get a cup. They have running water. They have uh, uh, toilets. They have all these things that you don't have because you don't know no better. But Paul is saying, y'all know better. <laughs> y'all should know better because the gospel, Jesus, and what's really crazy to me is, and I don't know if I mentioned this before, is that they have in the Jewish people, I'm told, that they always recognize the history. They always, every, every uh, 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 Passover, they go over what has transpired with the first Passover. And they go through little things about, you know, hiding the bread for three days and all these different, different things that happen. They, they go through all of that, and they know that the prophet says, unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. He told them that, the, that, that they're going, Jesus is going to come down through 42 generations as the Messiah to save. They know that. They know the law. And so when, when even when John the Baptist says, Send his his his, his uh, servant out to ask Jesus the question: Are you the one, or shall we look for another? Guess what Jesus said: The blind has op- eyes been opened. The deaf can hear. You know why? Because Isaiah says, <laughs> "The Spirit of the Lord has anointed me," and these are the things going to happen. 
right? So prophecy was already said was going to happen. And so when they saw the blind eyes open, the deaf ears, uh, they can hear, and the lame walk, now you know the Messiah is here. The little lady at the well, she, she went past all of this, being a, a, a Samaritan. Mm-hmm. She believed that when Jesus said, I am he, who you're looking for? Because she, she told Jesus, uh, uh, our fathers told us that the Messiah is going to come, and when he's going to come, he's going to do all these things. Mm-hmm. These things you're talking about, <laughs> he's going to do all the things. So Jesus said, listen, don't look no further. I am he. When she heard that, when she did, drop her water pot and went to the city and said, come to your man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And began a two-day revival for Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. She accepted what Jesus said, and here go the Jews, the Pharisees, the people who kept all the records. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They see what he's doing, <laughs> and they don't accept it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like to, because she went there with Isaiah, and for unto us a child is. And see, that's the thing about it, that what the using is. <clears throat> it's an emphatic uh, uh, um, adjective or whatever it is. It's emphatically saying because he didn't say a child is going to be. No. So because everything God speaks is eternal. Mm-hmm. So when he says is, already born, is given, I mean, I don't care if it happens 400 years later. Mm-hmm. Because just like we we're here in nine and can testify that, uh, to the truth, that he's telling the truth, everything because everything God speaks is eternal. Mm-hmm. It's either it may it may be not yet, but it is now with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, I like that part. He would say, Well, the Jews would have had an excuse. They said, Well, they say he's gonna come, he's gonna be born, he's gonna be no. He is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, because we we, we, we gotta know. And if God says something, it's not just for yes. He's not in time. We don't want in time. So he speaks to eternity. What that song says, he speaks to eternity. He speaks to eternity. So, so, so when we un- when we can understand, and, and, and this shows how we ought to be compassionate for our brothers and sisters who are not really grasping. The, the uh, privileges that they have being born again. If we can get, and sometimes you, when you hear people moaning and crying about yourself, that really don't even mean nothing. And they they living in a, in a house, got everything paid, and they crying about little stuff about a man that left. What about this and that? Ah, these people are my job. You got a job. You got a job. And so when you when you see people are so worried and depressed about stuff like that that really doesn't matter, you, you want to just say, "Come to your senses, wake up." <laughs> and, and so Paul is grieved. He's grieved by these people who. Was selected. You being selected increases. I mind use the word unceasing. Unceasing. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 and, and and that's why he can say about the groaning. Yeah, that's it. Because when you when you when you when you love people, sometimes you say, "I ain't gonna even think about them no more." But you you can't help. All of a sudden, you start go down and pray, and you start breathing, and your spirit starts growing. Because the love of God, it ain't your love. It's the love of God that do that. Because your love will do But the love of God will go beyond that and will cry out for that person. And then what's so really crazy is sometimes you can't even talk to the folks. Because they ain't going to accept you. Man, I had I called somebody because I ain't see them for a little bit. And I said, hey, how you doing? <laughs> oh, you doing good? 
Oh, you need to be our director. Let's call it to somebody else. I said, what'd you say? So yeah, somebody else needs this call. You could have spent your time doing that. I was like, hey. And name the person. Oh, yeah. Don't be who I need to call. <laughs> now, you ain't the church. I don't know what happened to you. But because I love you, I want to find out what you And you still don't know. And he still ain't saying it. They said it. Uh, <laughs> Don't you say that? <laughs> I was like, okay. Wow. So I'm like, wow. Then don't be calling me. You need to be calling that person. And I already called that person. I had already called that person. But he don't know that I ain't none of his business. But 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 so when you when you reach out to somebody out of love, not because you're trying to be nosy, because People, some Christians are so crazy. They would be dying with something and won't tell nobody. How are we going to know what to pray for? We are so worried about what people are going to say about you. If you did, what are they going to say about you? Mm-hmm. Should have called me when she was in her trouble. They're like, folks, they way to tell their bills three months behind. Now they need help. When it was a month behind, they ain't said nothing. That's the time to call. But now three months, what do you do after three months? I, the, 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 the amount of help that I could give you the first month is manageable than after three months. But folks will do that. Go ahead. Okay, when you were talking about greed, we know that when Christ came, we knew what he had to go to the cross for. But I'm looking at those who knew him, those who kind of followed him, and they knew what he was about. They said crucify him. So we can imagine how Christ was grief. I'm looking at that in order oh, yeah. to look at what Paul is also mm-hmm. dealing with. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to uh, put Paul above Christ. That's not where I'm going with that. But it's kind of you can you can imagine what Christ went through. It, it was rough. We don't even have a clue, but we have some type of idea. But we cannot touch it. You know what I mean? So if Christ really grieved. I can imagine with Paul. And we should be the same way when it comes to someone else. We should never get tired, even though you want to get tired. But we should be. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's what I'm talking about. And, 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 then, and then I gave them some clothes. But I, I mean, it ain't about, it's, it's the love of God. It ain't because of me. Yeah, because that's what you told. That ain't me, you know. But I do that because it's the love of God compel us to do. So I don't, I don't hold grudge against what they said. I be happy about it. <laughs> you know, we laugh with it. Wow, gay. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have no animosity against it because I felt compassion towards them. I felt pride that they would say that to somebody. That I know that person to reject somebody reaching out to me. How bad you have to be. You understand? Know uh, let me, let me, you have something, yeah. right? No, hold, hold one minute. I was going to say for that every now and then, sometimes when you, you say I'm compelled to do something, because every now and then, agape overtakes and overshadows your, your natural, right. uh, your filial for the person, mm-hmm. and you are compelled. But when you were talking about waiting so long and then want help, and uh, like you said, with the rent, <laughs> I have to just share this because I just came from the dentist's office. And so I was, I was in there. And so in the next, <laughs> the next lot room or whatever it was, uh, it was a man in there. And so they said, what do you need today? How can we help you and everything? And so I'm like, yeah, he wanted this dental work done and, tooth and something. Well, what is the main thing? Yeah, I want this tooth. And he said, I need to have this tooth uh, or some insert or something put in, whatever it was. So she said, oh, my. He said, oh, um, 
It fell out, huh? And so then he said, yeah, I got it at home. But he got it at home. Yeah, he said, I didn't bring it with me. It's at home, but I figured I need a new one. And so she said, well, we're going to take x-ray and this, that, and the other. Um, how long How long has it been missing? When did you lose it? She said, oh, it's been about a year ago. Oh, it's been a day. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I said, come on. And so then she said, well, you, well, I don't know what we can do. Something might have changed and shifted and your whatever. She said, why are you here so long? She said, why didn't you come right after you drop out or the next month or the next six weeks or something? Oh, I've been busy. He said, I had to go here, there, and yonder and had this, that, and the other. And he said, but you can do it. I know. I wanted that. I, I want I wanted to look good. He said, I got a couple thousand dollars. Don't worry about the money. So she said, the, she said it's not the money. We have to see. If we're able to fix what you let go so long, and we don't know, well, if you, if you need another thousand more, you what you say? Oh, really? That's from I was trying not to like out loud, <laughs> but he waited that long, and then he thought money could provide. Mm-hmm. Money could fix it. Wow. Oh. I'm trying to put it in the right way. Uh, we know that a trash can is used for trash, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Some of us, as Christians, we like for people to bring us mess and hold it in the trash can. Mm-hmm. Now, the garbage, garbage disposal, if we turn it on, it will get rid of something. So sometimes what we do, we let people bring us mess, and then when that certain person, maybe they were talking about you. I'm just going to be honest. Maybe they said, Brother Phil said this and that. So when you call, they lash out on you. What you calling me for? You need to be calling society. Or you need to be calling this and that. So, you know, we have to just be careful in that every day. But you did, Brother, because I wasn't, I wasn't being there. <laughs> what is your problem? <laughs> you know, there's no telling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe you, Ali. <laughs> I'm so grateful. Yes, yes. I'm so grateful for the grace of God that I would be ever. I'll try to be. I'm going to go that route. I'm so I am y'all y'all just kids. I am so grateful. And so a lot of times I see them. He sees nineteen seventy five. A lot of stuff would not contemplate this. I ain't been doing when contemplate. But he reminds me every day that I'm not the same. And I'm grateful for that. So, I don't know if y'all heard my message. If a kid hit me, I'd have the last, last hit. I'd have the last hit. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. I look at it and I think about it. Man, I'm like, what the crazy? I mean, a kid. I mean, a little kid. <laughs> I, I was small then, too, but if a, if a baby hit me, I got to have the last hit. That's how I was. So when I see me now, I know. <laughs> I know what God did. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, like Paul say, I, I, I'm, I'm, leave my conscience, everything, and my whole being know mm-hmm. what God has done. Mm-hmm. It ain't no uh, 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 attitude adjustment. <laughs> and we know what behavior adjustment. No, it was a conversion, a transformation, a transformation. And so when you're transformed, you can look back and say, oh, it's got to be God. (laughs) It's got to be God. And God will remind you where you were to where you are now so you can see it is me and give me the glory. Because you, by yourself, 
this is what you want. <laughs> so when I when God do something like that through me, I know it ain't me. <laughs> so I can't take no credit. I know it's the mercy of God. And everything in me knows is the grace of God. And when you, when you recognize how God has been good to you, that's, that's where Paul is. He recognized how good God has been to him, although he had trouble. I mean, I ain't there. Nobody had much trouble at all. But he recognized he is, he is, he is in the will of God. And so he's content. He said, whatever state I'm in, <laughs> I learned to be content. And so when you sold out, when you sold out and fully committed to God, you go along with things. Joseph, I mean, I tell, I thank God he's in the Bible. Hallelujah. <laughs> no matter what he, he went through, he just kept serving God. I didn't read anything where he complained, where he grumbled, or where he mumbled. People in the prison who said they're going to remember him forgot about him. He didn't, he didn't get bitter with them. He kept doing good. And so that's how that's how we get we gotta just and these things are in the Bible so we can learn from them. Yeah. It's an open book test and we fail in it. <laughs> it's an open book test and we fail in the test. You know why? Any open book test, if you don't know where the subject matter is, you will not get it. You gotta know where the subject matter is, because you've got a whole Bible, right? If you don't know where the subject matter is in that textbook, you'll be looking all day, spending all your time trying to find it. And the time is out. <laughs> you only answer one question. <laughs> but it's an open book test. No, no, no. It mentions something by separation. Celebration? Separation. Separation. from God, from Christ, they're my brethren, my kinsmen according to the flesh. I belong to the same family as they do. They are my own people. I really want them to believe in Christ, too. If it would help them, I would even ask God to curse me. I would ask him to make me separate from Christ. Okay, I kind of understand a little bit of what Paul is saying. I know he's, you know, I know he's hurting, and he's saying that he will give up his life. He would give up his life in order for them. Yeah. 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 The love of Christ, what he just finished mm-hmm. talking about in the eight chapter, that love of Christ is saying Christ is. He, he would give up his life for them. Mm-hmm. When we have loved ones, and, and we, would, we would say, I, I, I would trade places with you. You know, somebody's dying of cancer who you love, and you say, because of the pain they're in, you say, I'll trade places with you. That's kind of what he, what he felt. He, he was so grieved uh, of, of, of them not accepting what God did, what Christ did for them, he said, I wish I could just take place with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you so so you can understand the 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 the, 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 uh, the volume of God's love for us. That's what he said. I'll 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 I'll, I'll ask God to put me in your place. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what he said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what love would do. And even with the with the lady um, I think maybe in that movie, maybe she was in the Alzheimer's. Remember the old lady? The old lady was trying to tell the young girl that went out, there's another world, yeah, yeah, yeah. a whole other world. <laughs> yes. She was just standing out there, and yeah. she was just saying, there's a whole other world. And that her son or whoever he was, mm-hmm. he was saying, be quiet, be quiet. But she, he was trying to let her know there's another world out there. So God be trying to tell us stuff. We may not listen, but she was listening. She knew. She didn't know what that was she was talking about, but but she knew. Yeah. But um, just give you a um, an example of putting your yourself in somebody else's place. If you got a little kid, 
and that baby's in the hospital, and that baby keeps on being sick, or that baby that we can just narrow it down to something like that, because you want to take that place and be the one uh, instead of the little baby having to go through all of that. Mm-hmm. And it could be anybody. Be your spouse. It could be your mama. It could be your daddy. It could be it could be anyone. Your pastor. When I first read it, I'm like, I know Saul's not the time he's going to get mm-hmm. up here. Saul, but damn. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how. I'm talking about, I know, no, the way I think it was his walk with Christ. No, no. That's how I asked that question. Because when I first read it, I'm like, mm-hmm. 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 You just want to give up his natural life. He's separated, not. Not from God, but just to be, uh, to die for them. I'll die, for, you know, you say you die for somebody. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a, uh, that's, that's the love of God. Mm-hmm. It, ain't, it ain't really Paul. It's the love of Christ mm-hmm. being expressed to Paul. Right, right. Because, again, the Holy Ghost in you would bring the same compassion Christ had. Because mm-hmm. so, Christ would move with compassion. When he saw a certain mm-hmm. thing, he was moved with compassion. And it should be the same with us. Mm-hmm. We should be moved with compassion. When we see something, we should be moved with compassion. When we see the mm-hmm. news, mm-hmm. you know, we should be moved with compassion. And don't feel helpless. If we can go to God and pray, saying, we ain't nothing you can do. Yeah, you can pray about it. Some grieve your spirit, that's what you're supposed to do. Pray about it. And the Holy Ghost will let you know what to pray for. But sometimes we look at the surface of what the, the symptoms of the problem, but God knows the root cause of it. We can pray about that. Amen. And I think if we sin, we sin against God. We're grieving the Spirit. The Holy Ghost, right? We're grieving the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So we can just think about that mm-hmm. and just think about, now, I should not do that because that is going to grieve the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know? So... There's a lot to think about in this chapter here. Suppressing. Yeah. Yeah. Grieving it. So, oh, by sitting up in the yeah. church. So, I wonder yeah. what son's son going to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're grieving the spirit. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. Oh, my goodness. Best thing that could ever happen to us. Mm-hmm. Grieving it. Who's that going to direct our path? Show us what to do, what not to do. Comfort you. I mean, uh, we want to keep him in good spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we want to make sure he's feeling good with us. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. Because uh, 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 when you do the right thing, there's some bonus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's some favor, there's some grace, there's some other things that come mm-hmm. uh, within that. And, and, and so, so Paul is just looking at them. Y'all should know better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because you don't know better, I wish I could take them with you. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. God is great. All the way around. You know where all of them are going against him in chapter 9? Well, kind of going against what was being said. Paul still kept it real. He said, I don't care if I got to stand by myself, I'm going to stand. He said, well, I have done all I can, I'm going to stand. He said, I'm not going to turn my back on God. He said, because I said, nothing shall separate me. That's right, (laughs) nothing. So so, so in these three verses, uh, Paul is is grieved over Israel. The apostle is so burdened over Israel's unbelief that he is willing to suffer eternal damnation if that would help them come to Christ. Mm. Eternal, oh, eternal damnation. Yeah. Okay, eternal damnation. Mm. You see, we got somebody in queue in the desert. 
You're not live on the air. Yo. Uh, yes. Hello? Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. I just wanted, uh, you guys uh, made a comment about grieving the Holy Spirit. I just wanted to make a uh, comment about that. The Holy Spirit is already God is already suggesting what you should do, the route you should take, the path you should go. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. issue is that our flesh get in the way. Mm-hmm. Is is the flesh that, and you know, sometimes we want to blame the enemy, but the enemy is in me. It's the flesh that you or at battle with. So the Holy Spirit is already guiding you and telling you, don't go there. Mm-hmm. And your flesh is saying, oh, it's okay. No. Listen to your mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. Everybody on this call, you already know this. I'm just bringing it to the light. Uh, mm-hmm. No pun intended. To the light. Uh, <laughs> The Holy Spirit is guiding you. Don't let your flesh trick you into going into the wrong path. That is not mm-hmm. what God has intended for us. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Thank you. All right. Amen. Thank you. Paul is saying that I wish that the, 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 the desire of my heart is I wish that it was impossible. Yeah. If mm-hmm. it was possible, I would do this for you. Mm-hmm. He knows how possible. Mm-hmm. For him to say what Jesus is. Because mm-hmm. Jesus is the perfect sacrifice. But he, his grief is so heavy that he said, this is possible. I was thinking, then Jesus said, if this if it's time, that this is a fair. Right? So Paul is saying, if it was possible, I would I would lose my salvation to God if it was possible. If it was possible, if this would help you. Because mm-hmm. his greed is so heavy. Not that that's what he wanna do. But if this thing would help you, I'm prepared to do that. But I know it's not is not is not the answer, but I want to express my need towards what you're dealing. With. You know what I'm saying? He's not saying that he knows that he's not going to lose his out because it ain't going to get nobody saved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he was just trying to express. You know, we use words to just paint a picture of what you're trying to say. Because whatever you say, somebody has to see. Mm. Mm. Okay. If they don't see it, they'll never believe it. Mm-hmm. If they just hear words, they will never believe it. And if they see it, while you say it, they will believe it. And the other, other That's part. That's why I would say uh, when you talk, you say, you see what I'm saying? And the other part about that is um, Jesus, uh, he did not want to go and down the cross. He had not committed any sin. Wasn't any sin in him. But he came to down the cross. But he was telling his father, take this cup from me. But yet and still, he said, not my will, but your will be done. And here Paul is saying, if I could, I would. And he said if he was talking, no one was not talking. That's right. Yeah. And so when you love each other, our desire to see somebody saved is so invaluable that we express it. And we want you to live, stop living beneath your privilege. We want you to have the best. We want you to be free in your mind. Don't worry about this life uh, stuff. God said he'll supply your every need. And you got to trust God to do that. He, you're not going to see it every day. <clears throat> but he said, give us my daily bread. He didn't say the monthly bread. He didn't say monthly bread, did he? 
He said daily bread. And so uh, we got to know that Jesus will do exactly what he said. And when you trust what God said, you will have the peace that surpasses understanding. I was trying to, I used to try to figure out why a, why a, a, a Job can just be okay when he lost everything in a day. I just, you know, I, I don't know about y'all, but I think about it. I was like, how in the world? After losing all this, all, every, all, I mean, all this stuff. He was a naked I came into the world. And naked to What? So he got to know that no matter what condition I'm in right now, I'm blessed. Because if I don't have what, what I think I need, God got me, no matter what the things look like around me. So Job was content with what happened in his life. The only thing messed Job up was when he started talking to his friends. Read it. Job was doing good until he started talking to his friends. You know, folks would get to you. He started thinking, you done done something good. But before that, he said, listen, I ain't got nothing. Whatever I have, God be the glory. And so we got to make sure that we trust God. No matter what things look like, trust him. In spite of, not because of, but in spite of, trust God, because he's going to bring us through. Amen? Amen. So we're going to be on verse 4 next week. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, uh, next week we will need uh, Elder, Elder Heath to uh, conduct the class. Will be class next week? Huh? They have, Bi- they have a Bible study next week. We have a Bible study. We're not just gonna, we're not gonna be here on Thanksgiving Day. That's what they will not do. You know, be here on Thanksgiving Day. But yeah, we used to have family focus, but uh, has not been said yet. So we we, we can uh, confirm that. That's what it is. We are not here. You mean it's in the light of the plane? It's in the light of the plane? Okay. Well, on a normal basis, I was just telling um that we probably may not have to have class at noonday because we got to now get somebody at the church to do We're not going to be here. So if you want to do that, then the special is Tuesday night. I Okay. Got another one that I see. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Y'all still want me to let next Wednesday? Who? Oh, this is the church is ha- light of the world, light of the world, is having Bible study next Wednesday night.
it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.